What we kind of realized is if we can take the friction out of the relationship between those distributors and their manufacturers and almost make them work as one entity uh, so that they can work together to better serve the customer, the customer does get a better service. Welcome to Uptech Report. This is our applied tech series. Uptech Report is sponsored by TerraLeap. Learn how to leverage the power of video at TerraLeap.io. Today, I am joined by my guest, Andrew Butt, who is based in San Francisco, California, co-founder and CEO of Enable. Good to have you on, Andrew. Great to be here, Alexander. So now, Enable, if I understand correctly, is your focus on helping supply in supply chain digitization. So a platform to bring together the distributors, retailers to the suppliers and manufacturers, particularly in the rebates environment, or as on your site, you say so much more than rebate management software. Help me understand, Andrew, where did you guys begin with the problem? Like what problem do you see and you say, hey, we can solve this? Sure, sure. Yeah, so the idea started when my co-founder and I met back in the UK. Uh, we were actually both learning to fly uh, at the time, uh, learning to fly helicopters. So we got chatting and he was running what was already a very successful distribution business in the UK. And that has now actually gone on to be the largest, most successful distributor of health, beauty and household products um, in, in the UK. And um, we were chatting about how a lot of the success and importance of, in that business was um, having great trading programs and joint business plans with the, the brands, you know, with the manufacturers. So he had companies like Procter & Gamble, Unilever, Gillette, all these sorts of people who want to get their product to market and he was their distributor. So having those having those joint business plans in place was very, very important. And the currency of all of those plans was rebates. So really incentives, a bit like sales commission to a sales team, but this is between a manufacturer and a distributor. Um, so to answer your question, managing all of that was important, but difficult and messy and was being done on Excel spreadsheets. There was a lack of software on the market. So that is where the idea came from. So you saw the problem with, with your friend that, okay, he had a great opportunity. He was, he was building a, a beautiful business, but the relationship to, between the manufacturer and uh, to the end distributor and supplier, that needed help in providing a software so that didn't have to waste so much time in Excel spreadsheets. Exactly. And I think that there's so much kind of focus on, on the relationship between kind of companies and their customers and lots of innovation with e-commerce and collaboration tools in that direction. But kind of going backwards, if you like, into the supply chain was, was kind of almost completely void. There was just nothing there. So huge opportunity. Now, we talked about this a little bit ago about just laying the, the scope of this, how much value and, and transaction is happening here. You mentioned third of the GDP goes through distributors to retailers, so $30 trillion, but there's very poor tech layer in, in that environment. Um, we also talked about how like, okay, there's companies, tech companies like Amazon that are dominating the space. And so mm. other retailers and providers, suppliers, uh, distributors, how, how do they win? <laughs> how do they win against uh, mm. uh, Amazons? Sure. No, great, great question. And, you know, what we found across so many sectors, whether it was, you know, health and beauty and household like TCS, or whether it's construction or electrical or automotive components, but about 50 different verticals where there's physical goods. Uh, what we found is distributors have an amazing relationship with customers. You know, they know customers personally, they understand the particular geographic area, 
um, and they understand the products that they sell and can help their customers to implement those uh, and install those products. Okay, and also distributors tend to be independently owned and very entrepreneurial. So that's all the value a distributor brings, and and then of course the products that the distributors taking to market are all the same leading products from all the brands that we've we've heard of. So what, what we kind of realized is if we can take the friction out of the relationship between those distributors and their manufacturers and almost make them work as one entity uh, so that they can work together to better serve the customer, the customer does get a better service. Okay, rather than dealing with some massive kind of national entity, which is anonymous and doesn't understand the market, doesn't understand the geography, doesn't understand the customer. This is the opportunity. That win-win-win type yeah. of scenario. It's interesting when, when you describe how distributors are have that relationship and understand their market. Would you? It's kind of interesting because we're going into a tech-enabled world where you can buy anything online anywhere. So, do you think the role of a distributor is still relevant? Absolutely. I mean, I think it depends depends on product category. So where there are products that you can just very easily, you know, put in the mail uh, and it's lightweight and, yeah, you know, end user facing and easy to use, then then the distributor is often not required. But with so many types of products, you know, they are complex, they are heavy, they are bulky. Uh, customers need extra help in installing them. Uh, they want some consolidation. So they don't just want individual, you know, deliveries turning up they they want to be able to go to one place and have the complete solution and as i say uh, we can count around 50 verticals where this is the case it's, it's you know it's more b2b than b2c by the way so this is more kind of business customers but yeah the role of distribution is is vitally important and will continue you know um f- forever now for you for you guys how have how has your product evolved now over time since you started there with your friend you saw that that challenge uh, and where do you see it, it headed in the future Sure. Yeah. So where we started was very much as a financial tool. So it was recognizing that these rebates coming in typically from suppliers into the distributors, as I mentioned earlier, it's like sales commission. And, uh, you know, the the manufacturers are incentivizing the distributor to sell certain products in certain volumes and hit certain targets and get them into particular customers. And and so it started out almost being a tracker for all of that that commission, you know, and calculating it correctly, making sure it was being claimed in full. So it's a financial tool. Uh, but then where it's evolved is into much more of a commercial uh, uh, platform to help to actually negotiate and set up these these deals in the first place and come up with, as you said, a win-win deal, which is good for uh, all parties and and then make sure that deal is being, ex- being executed well. And it's become a lot more collaborative where rather than just being an internal tool that finance department use, now we've actually got suppliers and distributors all logging on together and, you know, c- exchanging information and collaborating on those deals online. Um, so that probably is the evolution. And we're continuing to build on that. And it's becoming more like a marketplace where you've now got these two sides, you know, these distributors and these manufacturers coming together online. Uh, and and it's, a, it's a much more interactive environment than just being an internal finance tool. What can you share as far as stats around the evolution and, and the engagement right now on it? 
Sure. So, um, yeah, we, we've now got the last count, um, I think, 40,000 trading partners that our customers have set up and represented within the product. And of those, we have many, many thousands of them. We're approaching, I think, around 10,000 who are actively using and actually logging into the product. You know, the others have been kind of set up, but they're not yet actively using it. So and, and that, to give you some perspective, that was at kind of um, probably uh, 2,000 um, only two years ago. So we've probably gone from 2,000 organizations to 40,000 in about two years. That's, that is impressive growth right there. Now, what would you say is some of the challenges that come along with, is it the distributor that's saying, hey, I, I really see the value because I want to be able to track my commission and be able to get that. And then is it difficult to get the suppliers on or is it vice versa? Um, and and how, have, how are you working on solving that? Yeah. Yeah. So it does depend. And it depends on each company and on the trading relationships they have uh, in terms of where that power sits. But I think the important thing is this is about driving mutually profitable growth. And it's back to that win-win again, which is that the manufacturer wants to sell more products and they want to hit their goals. They want to you know, launch new products into the market and they, they want to try and drive behavior really in the, in the supply chain. So they want those goals to be met. And then the distributor wants to do a great job for the customer and, and make a good margin you know, and, and be rewarded um, for doing that good job. So this, this really is creating a win-win for everyone. Andrew, I like how, how clearly you make it. It's like, yeah, Manufacturers want to sell more and distributors yeah. want, to, want to sell more. So let's all help each other sell more and make everyone happy. Yeah, but absolutely. And I think, again, it is about serving the customer better. So back to your kind of uh, mention of how does this help customers and why, why are distributors relevant these days? Um, you know, at the end of the day, this is about providing a great service to the customer. And that is provided by the manufacturer and the distributor coming together. Okay, and and the distributor is adding a lot of value beyond what the manufacturer can do to serve the customer. So both of those entities, yes, they want to drive profitable growth, and they also both want to serve their customers better as well. Now, something we had talked about uh, before was about what happens when you put distributors with the manufacturers and, and being able to innovate and innovators in the, in the manufacturing space. How, can you dive into that a little bit more? Well, I see that manufacturers are innovators and then they're not close to customer. You know, there's a few exceptions, isn't there? So Tesla and Apple, for example, they they have the, they own the whole kind of supply chain. Uh, but that's unusual. You know, most companies are very good at innovating and then they're, they're running very efficient factories. And, you know, it's all about quality and efficiency, for example, whereas distrib distributors are much more about customer relationships and being, you know, in the field and understanding, again, the local market and what projects going on uh, so it's a very different dna really a manufacturer and a distributor and uh, yeah this again is about bringing that together into a much more seamless supply chain what can you speak of as far as on your roadmap of what's coming up next um, that you can share sure well i mean we are making our product more and more flexible for different types of deals so you mentioned rebates and that's really a type of a type of deal uh, but there are many other types of deals as well uh, which go on um, between these trading partners, you know, between manufacturers and distributors. And go back a few years, most of them were quite undynamic because, again, people didn't have tools to track them properly. So you just had annual deals where you hit some targets and then at the end of the year, you get some money. It's really simple. But now it's much more dynamic. These deals are customer specific, product specific. They might be running for just a month rather than a year. And, and it, it helps to drive behavior in a much more kind of um, 
uh, in a much more specific way. So we're making our software more and more and more flexible, easier and easier to use. And we're also making it much more accessible and affordable because we want to democratize all of this deal management and rebate management. And anyone that, any any business, I should say, that has these deals, we want them to be able to just log on to enable.com and do this easily, quickly and cost-effectively. Uh, speaking of just the, the logistics of your platform itself, uh, monthly annual SaaS model uh, subscription and who's paying? How does that work? Yeah, sure. So so it's a SaaS model for sure. Uh, typically, annual subscription is the way, way uh, our customers work. And, you know, we started out where distributors were our customer. And so they were paying um, to use our software. Uh, because this rebate income is often all of their margin, it's all of their profit, and they they want to manage it well. They're leaking, they're leaking this this essential income. So distributors pay, and then they can invite their suppliers to collaborate with them free of charge. Okay, but what then happened was a lot of those suppliers said, well, actually, we want to use this with our other customers. We want to be a full user, not just a kind of collaborator. So they then started paying as well. And and it's it's kind of now more balanced of, in terms of suppliers and distributors. Very cool. Very cool. And if you were to share a word of advice or just a tip to either distributor or, or supplier in today's environment, with your knowledge, what would you share? Yeah. Well, I think I think there is real value in in and it is a cliche, isn't it? But in having a strategic relationship and having transparency in. So if you and I, let's say you are the distributor and I'm the manufacturer, I'm saying to you, look, let's work together. Let's create a, a joint, you know, a genuine joint business plan of what I'm trying to achieve, how I think you can help, what are you trying to achieve. Let's capture all of that into a, a plan and let's track it online together and, and make sure it happens. And let's be committed to making making it happen. Uh, I think some, sometimes it's much more that there's, there's a mistrust between manufacturers and distributors and um, that there isn't that genuine collaborative relationship. It's, it's almost how can I get more money out of you or how can you get more money out of me? But I think my advice is use technology, uh, be transparent, and you literally will drive mutually profitable growth uh, by, by doing that. I love that you paint technology as, as a helpful tool in bringing transparency and trust. Yes. Uh, in today's environment, which is crucial. Absolutely. Uh, well, thank you so much, Andrew, for, for sharing your insights on, on Enable. For those that want to learn more, you can go to enable.com and then you can, it looks like you can try it for free and, and take it for a spin. And if you'd like to hear more about Andrew's story, stick around for part two of our discussion where we'll be able to, to hear more about his founding journey uh, to get to where he is today. So thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you on the next episode. That concludes the audio version of this episode. To see the original and more, visit our Uptech Report YouTube channel. If you know a tech company we should interview, you can nominate them at uptechreport.com. Or if you just prefer to listen, make sure you're subscribed to this series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app.